Welcome everybody to Wrestling with the Truth. I am BC Hunter, sitting here with my good buddy, Nightmare J. Myers. Jay, how you doing this morning? I am doing uh, spectacular. It's a little, little, little sleepy. Had to do a little wake up. But uh, other than that, it's weekend. Freaking weekend. And uh, we're good to go. Doing the early shift this the morning. The early shift, yeah. We're, we're still waking up here in the booth. So our voices will sound deep and sexy. And sexy. As if mine just cracked, as I literally <laughs> said, deep. <laughs> this is typical for this podcast. Yes. <laughs> so uh, Highly professional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we decided today that we're going to touch on something that's raised some eyebrows, caused a little bit of a stir with the wrestling community, but I don't think in a bad way. We're going to discuss NXT 2.0 and give yeah. our thoughts on, uh, not necessarily a review of the show, but we'll talk about the show, but more so our thoughts on... The change, the new look, uh, the new pushes for people and what we feel worked, what we feel didn't. And are we liking what we saw? Yeah, and I think it was um, one of those situations where people were automatically, for lack of better term, shitting on it, I think, before it it happened. And so it'll be interesting now to see everybody's reaction. I know I I didn't take that stance so harshly. I was going to be a wait and see kind of uh, perspective. But yeah, I'm excited to, uh, to get into it. Yeah, there was definitely some negative feelings going into it before it even got started especially when people saw the new logo so i hope people gave it a chance after the fact because whatever it's a logo who cares i mean i don't know i can't think back to you know back in 97 when the scratch logo came out was there controversy over that or not i don't know so yeah i i the logo looks good to me it's just the the, uh seizure inducing uh, amount of colors in it it's 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 a lot going on with the with the colors that's all yeah well we'll get into that as far as the colors and everything uh before we do just a couple of items that will i guess we'll touch on because there it, it has been a noteworthy week in professional wrestling both good and bad so we'll start with the bad first only because we should just touch on what's happening at the moment Unless you're living under a rock right now, you must be well aware of the uh, latest episode of Dark Side of the Ring that came out. Now, myself and Jay, we're not going to give our opinion on the episode or anything that happened because neither of us have had a chance to watch it. Fully, fully review it. We have heard about it, and it should be interesting to watch, but as I say, we haven't watched, so we can't give an opinion. But we will say is that we we just wanted to note that uh, based on um, a tweet that was sent out by the Wrestling Observer at WONF4W, Tommy Dreamer was not this weekend's uh, Impact Wrestling tapings. It's, the belief was that he had been suspended from yeah. from Impact. Uh, and that was later confirmed in a uh, press release that came out. Official. That, uh, that uh, I, I know I, I got it from John Pollock's website. So, um, and the Impact statement was, We are aware of Mr. Laughlin's, meaning Tommy Dreamer, comments on Dark Side of the Ring. The views expressed by him in, in the interview are completely unacceptable. We can confirm Mr. Laughlin was suspended this morning with immediate effect pending further action. So that's... Uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty heavy stuff. Pretty heavy stuff, yeah, for sure. And, um, uh, but, so we'll see where it goes from there. I, I didn't... The the first bit of that statement, fine, I get it. And then they threw in the pending further. Like that, to me, is a little troublesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you never want to see see the hammer come down like that, but... Anyway, we'll see where it goes. I guess not. it's a big, in my opinion, it's a big hit for Impact. He's a big, he's a big part of that um, creative team, I think. And he, the on-air stuff is what it is, but I think he's probably lending some some good creative uh, in the back. But anyway, we'll see. For sure, and not uh, a surprising result no. of this in in the day and age that we live in. 
I am not sure if there's been an announcement as far as busted open as far as yeah I don't think that but uh, we'll stay tuned with that but um, you know we're not going to rush to judgment at the moment just because again we have not watched things we have not heard all the sides of everything so we just know it's become a very controversial episode considering the fact that Everybody thought this was going to be the light and fluffy one. Right, right. And just, um, again, like, on, I don't have the tweet in front of me, but I did see that uh, apparently Flair's ad for, uh, I forget what the insurance company is, but uh, they've they've paused that, and now there's also rumblings. Not official, and nobody's come out and said it, but uh, I'm assuming he'll be. If he was coming on our TV sets for Dynamite, it won't be anytime soon, so they'll probably want to make sure this gets swept under the rug a little bit for timing. Yeah, uh, it's a wait and see. Yeah, but uh, definitely, yeah, it's too bad. Definitely an interesting, uh, interesting time. Uh, on the good news side of things, uh, I know you mentioned that you didn't get a chance to see it yet, but I did watch this last night. We have a new WWE champion. Yes, Big E, the 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 biggest of E's. <laughs> <laughs> he should. I, right away, the first thought my, that went through my head. You know how Miz had the M or, or the, yeah, the just, W turned upside down. He just turned just to the side. side yeah. You know, so e I I am kicking myself a little bit uh, because um, just we've talked about this in the past. Like we have lives and we're we're trying to get everything in as much as we can, and yep. that means for me, I kind of like focus in on certain things. And and, and I've said it. I've, I've been transparent about it. I tend to watch AEW in the moment and sort of catch up on on WWE and I absolutely did not catch Raw as live and I also saw the tweet early that when he when Biggie put it out there that he was going to cash in I was like yeah sure you are kind of thing because <laughs> we've we've seen those before and heard those before so I didn't watch it in the moment and then instantly as soon as you turn on your phone you can see everything and I don't even know who spoiled it for me I didn't even get a chance to not try to not not spoil it and it was spoiled but uh but big Big, big shout out there because I think that was long time coming. I think we all were pretty excited to see him win it in the first place, the Money in the Bank. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say this might not be probably. I'm not a big Big E guy. Like, I've never been. Um, Are you a little like, E guy? I'm not a little E guy. <laughs> and I've never been sort of. To that extent, I've never been a big, I think New Day are super talented, but I've never, they've never, I've never been emotionally invested in, in any of those guys. I, I like what they do in the ring. To me, it was always like, I don't get it. I don't get what New Day is. I don't, I know they're a positive group. Other than that, I don't sort of get, so it wasn't for me. And I, but that's nothing to do with um, the guys playing those characters. They all deserve what they, uh, what they should get. And so I'm happy for Big E's run there, but uh, it'll be interesting. I'm just now genuinely curious to see where they go from here. Like, where does, where does that lead? For sure. It was, I, I did watch it. So it was well done as far as how they, teased it throughout the whole show i mean it was quite obvious he did say i am going to cash in tonight but they're teasing the fact is it going to be against lashley or is it going to be against orton uh the match itself with orton you thought it many times that orton was taking the title and then of course then they're going to get the cash in on orton so it was protecting lashley which would make sense yeah it it was it was well done and then of course i don't know if it was legit or not but at the very end uh you i know you haven't seen it but um after Lashley has defeated Orton and he's taking care of Riddle, he then goes and puts Orton through the um, through the announce table. Cool. And at, at when Orton comes down, I'm not sure if something happened, but uh, Lashley is he went down his his knee buckled or something like that. And I mean they had to bleep it out. He did drop an f bomb. Oh. So I wonder if that was legit or not. He was hobbling quite a bit. 
There were points during the E cash-in that he seemed like he wasn't hobbling, but I don't know if that was just more just him fighting through fighting it. through it. Right, yeah. exactly. So I hope that Lashley isn't hurt uh, for real because, I mean, that guy's been a stud, and, oh, and I, so I really good. did enjoy his title reign, to be quite honest. Oh. I know there's people that are 50-50 on but I think he's a beast. I think he's been amazing since he's ever been on my TV screen. I think yeah. he didn't get the push he deserved years ago. Yeah. I think he was awesome as the ECW champ. Like I, that guy honestly can do no wrong. For any, he's like he's a beast. Like yeah. he is legitimately a beast, and he's a legitimate badass too. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I hate that he went with the pants. I'm just gonna throw it out there. <laughs> I I have hated those pants since he put them on. But outside of that, that's my only critique. I mean, I've, I've dreamed of the day that he actually had that that belt around his waist because yeah. he just looks like a champion. He looks oh, like and now the the suits and yeah. the and I think MVP's MVP, MVP's yes. been fantastic to help that. That MVP was too. great. You'll... I don't think Bobby needed it, but but it was a great kind of addition to his character. I think it does help because yeah. Bobby has much improved on his uh, his own, his mic, his own yeah. mic skills. But still, it's, it's in the WWE comparing it to somebody yeah. else, it's not going. He's he could get. And I don't know if you think this, but I think he's better on the mic as a heel because he can just be yes. short to the point, aggressive. I'm going to kick your ass, like. He doesn't have to try and connect in a different way as a babyface. You know what I mean? Well, exactly. The point you're bringing, uh, MVP did a great job because uh, he had at one point early in the show, they had uh, E, Orton, Riddle, MVP, and Lashley in there. And, of course, MVP just took over with uh, you know how he handled everything. But at one point, Lashley just has enough because E's flaunting the money in the bank briefcase. And he just says, get that out of my face. We're going to shove it up your ass. Nice. So far, that nice. you, so far that you're going to taste the fine print. That's all I need to that's say. That's what Bobby said. Yeah. That's awesome. That's all I need to say, though. Yeah. And that's... that's To the point and badass. Exactly. Yeah. Let yeah. let MVP do your work. He'll just get that one line in at work. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that was awesome. So, the, only, the only thing I will say about all the Bobby stuff, and, and we're going down a little bit of road on this already, but... I was disappointed that they they did what they did to the Hurt Business. I thought that had so much potential to keep going. And I know we've talked about start and stop on factions before and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. But, like, to me, it was doing so much good for an Alexander and a Benjamin to be in that group. And MVP was shining through, too. He even got a title run out of it, too. Like, I love that group. And then they just sort of, for all intents and purposes, killed it off pretty quick. But Who knows? Yeah. This may lead to a Hurt Business 2.0. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And right, let's stop I, with I'm the 2.0s already. <laughs> I'm still intrigued with the whole idea of, of even either a, both a Kofi and Woods turn or maybe just an Xavier, Xavier turn because he's the only one that hasn't had the title yet. So what, what, are, you, what are you referencing there? Did there, Have they been hinting at... Uh, they, they have not been hinting at all, but somebody just, going just brought that idea up. But, you know, what if uh, on the cash and it gets denied because both Woods and Kofi turn and go with the Hurt business? Right. I, honestly, I cannot picture Kofi being a heel, and I just I don't think it would work. But I could. Yeah, I think see, he's got this Cena effect right now. I yeah. see Woods being able to pull it off. But if say if you go with uh, a Lashley, a Woods, and maybe bring in a Keith Lee or somebody like that. Yeah, listen, they got it. They, they must be prepping something for Keith Lee. They've got to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did. I did hear a humorous uh, tweet. I forget what I was. Maybe I was watching something, and somebody suggested, "Well, maybe they'll bring Johnny Gargano up to be uh, Keith Lee's heel manager." So <laughs> a little dig at the Adam well, Cole stuff. Well, <laughs> yeah, except that Adam Cole uh, actually shut that down. 
It, oh, it wasn't true? That's what he says. He said he never heard anything about that. Oh, there you go. So there Just you go. Rumors uh, and innuendo. Well, you know what innuendo is uh, an acronym for, or not an acronym, but a metaphor for innuendo is mean in your ass. So that's where oh, most of the rumors go. come from. But, uh, <laughs> or out of your ass. It's, it's like, jeez. <laughs> I mean, but as I tweeted out. I, it's clicks though, right? Well, yeah, exactly. And I tweeted out I, once uh, Cole uh, made mention that the story came out, I, was, I said, I assume that all the retractions and apologies <laughs> yeah. will be coming from all the wrestling journalists, but that crickets, never happened. Crickets, yeah, crickets, shocker, so, yeah. shocker. <laughs> anyway, that's... P.S. And I know we're we're gonna get into NXT. Did you? Uh, did you? I don't know if you got a chance to watch Rampage. No. Fan friggin' tastic, and I'll I'll play my PG hat on this one because it's early and and BC will get mad at me. But fan friggin' tastic promo from Ruby Soho and uh, Britt Baker last night. Oh my god, it was so good. They were going at it. They were back and forth. They both had some really good digs, some really personal digs. It was it was some good stuff. I did see one thirty second clip from it. It was the part where Riot made mention of yeah. what she's doing backstage, and I thought to myself, "Is that really a dig?" <laughs> well, it's yeah, her, I don't it's know. Her boyfriend, <laughs> yeah, I and, don't and know. What power does does Adam Cole day two in the company? But it, have? but but it makes for a good ooh moment. So I, I think nice. I, honestly, I think the the better dig would be somebody saying that to Adam Cole about what he's doing with Britt Baker That's because true. she seems to have the sway there. Yeah. Well, but then Ruby did say that she. She's so far up Tony Khan's ass that uh, she can, I forget what she said, some sort of whatever. But anyway, it was, it was good. It was, was was, but, but I'm okay with that. Like that's (laughs) like, give me all of the, uh, the cheap heat back and forth stuff. To me, it, it did its job because yes, Ruby comes in, she's hot, comes in, wins the wild, she's the wild card, wins the stuff. But now we didn't have really anything invested in that match, but now, okay, we got a little bit of heat from that promo and i'm totally okay with it i think we both agree she's not going over on brit maybe it's a big setting so maybe she is but i think they still are building to that rosa thunder rosa um brit baker match which to me that would be a great uh, match to put rosa over and, and all that stuff but anyway we're just fantasy booking at that point but yeah i i enjoyed it whether it was childish or juvenile or not i still enjoyed it it was in the moment i might have been really sleepy because it was it's it's late <laughs> at night too but it was uh do you think enjoyable. that they're building to that Baker? I do. I do. Yeah. Rosa match. I think they have to after that. How the... much of a build do you think the Lagreca feud's going to have for Rosa? <laughs> I didn't see it. I heard about it, but uh, it was, BC it was shaking funny. his head. Right it now. was funny as anything, but Lagreca so... tries to put himself over. Thank you. Big yes, time. Yeah. I think. yeah. That's, when, that's... when I start seeing, I do enjoy heads. busted open, but I like... start seeing fat heads of Lagreca yeah. and his wife there. I'm starting to. Go, <laughs> I think it's okay. Bully and his wife, wasn't it? No, it was Lagreca and uh, his wife, and it's like okay. Okay, this is uh, yeah. we're starting to get quote unquote wrestling journalists over. So listen, if I was in the same spot, I'd probably do the same thing. So I can't really throw too much shade. But yes, I know what you're saying on that. I, I don't. But yes, I do think they are because that lights out match, man. I mean, you can't. You gotta have a. You gotta have a part two of that. Like you gotta do something with that. In my opinion, Thunder Rosa needs to have. Some and Thunder type of Rosa's strap great, and she ways. deserves it. Yeah, like I she think does. she just. She's just phenomenal. Yeah. I love Britt. Don't get me wrong. And she's. She's probably. Well, she is one of the best. Uh, like promo people they have. I'm saying in general, like men or women, she's one of the best. But I don't think she's up at Rosa's Rosa's standard uh, or quality uh, from a in ring stuff. I just don't think she's just. She's awesome, but she's not. Thunder Rosa is amazing. She Thunder Rosa is so good in my opinion that she makes some people when she's in there look really bad because they can't really keep up with what she's doing in there 
Yeah, I mean, Bridge. If you, I don't know if you agree or not. But. No, I, I definitely agree. Yeah. Uh, Rosa, I've been extremely impressed with. And I mean, Britt's at the point now where she's got herself over. She doesn't, yeah, she doesn't need the belt. So she doesn't need the belt. No, yeah, she exactly. definitely doesn't need the belt. Yeah. She's always going to be that, like, um, I don't know. I was trying to think of, like, uh, somebody in yesteryear that was just really good. Everybody's a good worker now. We've talked about this ad nauseum. Like, in 2021, you cannot be not a good worker that's that that's not a thing everybody is can go 20 minutes plus whatever so i'm not suggesting and don't slam me on twitter i'm just saying from a in-ring perspective brit i don't think can even like i know that the lights out match was good but that was more of like a hardcore match and stuff if they do a 30 minute plus like just traditional match i think brit's gonna have a tough time keeping up with, with thunder rosa man i really do because she's just that good and that's not a slight on brit it's just saying how good thunder rosa is yep uh, anyway, so I hope they do. Maybe that'll fizzle out. I don't know who else you go with. I mean, like, who else do you think be, besides Ruby? Now, they're still building that that women's division, I think. So I think that's the logical choice. I know Anna Jay's probably maybe uh, going to get... still got Statlander yeah. in the wing. Yeah, yeah. Statlander. Yeah. She's... Uh, yeah, they haven't done... I guess she kind of... I don't know what she was even on... To, she had that, uh, that whole all out. Yeah, no, I yeah, no, I'm just trying to think recent TV. But, uh, yeah, anyway, we're, okay. we're kind of fantasy booking at this point. But, uh, yeah. Okay, so I think now that we're now <laughs> almost 20 minutes into our episode about NXT, maybe we should talk about NXT. What do you think? Agreed. Uh, yeah, no, I so I don't know how you want to approach this, but sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into how I kind of went into it. So like a lot of people, I was very skeptical. I mean, I saw that logo come out. I saw the tease of they were doing like that sort of like you could basically see the arena when they were doing clips of it before because obviously NXT aired. It was taped for a few weeks, so they had they've been prepping the um, CWC, if you will. So I was like, mm, that looks a little weird. It just looks like stands, and so I wasn't wasn't sure. And the colors, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, this, is this still the CWC? I believe they. Okay. I don't know if they officially put the logo up anymore. But it's still the same building. It's still the same building. Okay. They are yep. done. They are full sale is gone. They okay. don't have another venue. So yep. unless they, unless they want to hit the road again, that would be. Uh, yeah, that's it. So yeah, yeah. sorry about that. So yeah, it for those that don't remember or didn't see when they rebranded it, it's the Performance Center, but they basically built a studio and they called it the what is the seat of capital uh, wrestling capital center. wrestling center and that's yeah. a homage to his dad's yep. old company right yeah so anyway so i saw those teasers i saw the colors and i was like oh like i was a bit worried and i had heard the rumblings and the rumors that like everybody else like kevin dunn and bruce pritchard and vince were going to be taken over and then triple h has the health scare and now he's out of the picture so I was a little bit worried. I'm not going to lie. But then I turned, but I was tuning in, tuning in regardless, because I'm genuinely a fan. You're and a wrestling I, fan. Yeah, I'm a wrestling fan, so I want to see what it is. And I will have to say, like, I was pleasantly surprised as soon as they cut, like, from the intro. And I was like, okay, cool. I can kind of dig. It's it's a very, st- I don't want to call the look cheap, because it doesn't look cheap, but it is very scaled down as far as WWE goes. It's not a very elaborate studio look, you know what I mean? They've got a couple video kind of screens where the logo's at, and then it's basically a big semi-circle uh, circle without the entrance, I guess, circle. Um, so much so that the actual ramp or the uh, the barriers are circular. Like, they actually... It's kind of cool. It's like a big, for us hockey fans, it looks almost like a hockey rink right. kind of like mm-hmm. setup, right? Because yeah. it's uh, it's like kind of oval. 
so I was like, okay, I can like, I'm, I'm into this. And like right away they start throwing new guys right in there. Right. And I think you have the match listings, but yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm a little like hesitant, but then you still had some of the other stuff. But, like, right away, we get hit with uh, this Braun Brecker, right? Yeah, before we get yeah. too far into that, yeah. I'll yeah, just... you, run, you run down. But yeah, I, no, So, I'm... my initial res- response, as soon as it t- tuned out of the intro, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm into this already. Like, yeah. That was my initial gut. Yep, for sure. So, I'm the same way. Like, I know. I, I'm probably the more WWE guy. <laughs> probably? <Yeah>. Or... <laughs> well, we both grew up on it, but I'm, I'm the one that's still trying to hold some faith in them. But uh, so, but I was going to watch it no matter what, because it's always interesting when you see, a, as they say, it, a, a fresh coat of paint on something to see what they did. One thing I did like, it was nice and bright. Yeah, and that's been the argument for a long time. Even from diehards, it's like you got to brighten it up. Like that, yeah. that, that look for NXT with the skulls. I'm a big skull guy. Don't get me wrong. But it had grown stale, I think, with that dark. Because the studio just doesn't make for a great look. Yeah, for sure. And the, the logo I was not sold on. But I will say this. When you looked at it up on the wall with a very thick outline on the logo. So yeah. it, it you had that black outline with the colors inside. I was like, you know what? That doesn't yeah. look bad. You know what, what really looked cool? And I they probably would never go with this look because it harkens back to WCW. But at times when they were doing the lighting scheme and it almost seemed like there was almost like a a goldish uh, watery light to it. It almost looked like flames burning in the logo. And I thought, geez, that would have been a really nice logo for it if they had flames, but then they would have been like, oh, that's Monday Nitro. Yeah. Yeah. Like I still don't love the logo. I think I I love the logo. I just don't, I don't like the, 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 the The paint paint splatter. splatter. I just, that's not, I'm not a big fan of that. And then we got it all throughout the, the graphics and stuff, but I, that's small potatoes to me. And I, and I wonder, too, if, if we don't like it as much because it we think uh, it's kind of a reaction to Dynamite as well because of that. That's true, yeah. So I wonder if that's the thing. But, yes, to, it was very bright. But I, something... To me, it's just really, like, it's really out there and, like, really kind of, I don't want to say cartoony, but it kind of is like Saturday morning cartoon feel, that, right? You know what? And that's exactly what I was about to say. And somebody else mentioned this, too. It kind of harkens back to watching an old Superstars or Wrestling Challenge or something like that. And I don't necessarily mind that. No, honest, that's a good point. Because I think, and at the end I had a, I'll kind of give my dissection of it, but I think it, we had an episode of, a while back, NXT Ident- Identity Crisis. Yeah. And I think we know what their identity is. Yep. Whether you like it or not. Love it or hate it. We know what it is now. And so for them to go for that feel, I get what they were doing. Yeah, and the that. more I marinated on that, that whole... We all saw the comment that came out that was basically Vince saying like, or whoever said it, maybe it was Pritchard, maybe it was done. No more, no more midgets and no more, or I don't know if he said midgets, but he said like, I think he did say midgets, but what, well, we don't know if he we, we said don't know that. who said what, but the, the, the in, same, the same, uh, yeah. wrestling, uh, <laughs> that's a Cole, that yeah. Cole was going to be a manager. But the, 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 which, the, I will say one thing about this Cole thing. They, for everybody that was crap on that, did anybody ever think that, say, if that was an angle they were talking about, that maybe they actually, what they meant, they were going with maybe like a Sean or... Then turned on, And yeah. Razor, yeah. or sorry, Sean and Diesel, uh, Diesel situation yeah. where he's the heater. Because Diesel came in 
didn't wrestle forever, right? Right. So maybe they were going for Keith Lee would be his heater. But anyways, it, yeah, who, it, who, it turned out to be all false. But I yeah. was surprised nobody actually went down that road. Yeah. With it. But, but, but basically the uh, assumption was that the comments were being thrown out there, or at least the idea behind the comments were that Bruce and Vince or whoever's running the show for that, for that NXT brand says or for nxc in general let's really say the performance center now because that's what it really is they're saying going forward we only want the six two six three six four guys and nobody in their 30s so when you first hear that yes that seems really negative but then the more i marinated on it and the more i kind of sat on it's like but that's what the pc would have been in in the early 90s and mid 90s right that's he would have wanted vince i mean would have wanted that formula to go forward if let's say the pc existed in that time of the attitude era that would have been his directive and i don't think we would have said boo at that time it's only because we got this indie version of nxt where and this has been we've talked about this ad nauseum too but where triple h basically went out and he said i'm going to scoop up everybody that's on the indies that's that's our quote-unquote competition against nxt like the roh and uh dragon gate and and the one the west i can't remember that that they ended up buying evolve i think and like and then they were t- then there was talks. Well, we're going to do a, our own promotion and all these territories, and we're going to have an NXT UK and we're going to have an NXT Japan, in which they started the process even in Japan. So, in that sense, I get it because they were they had a specific strategy, but for whatever reason, that strategy didn't. Maybe I don't. I think we can all agree that they didn't really let it try and succeed. But that wasn't Vince's vision. Vince's vision would have always been like I want to develop guys that are in my mold. And you can use the PC and you can use NXT as that sort of training ground, if you will. But then they get exposure through NXT. He would have never signed off. He let Triple H do the whole indie takeover thing. But he would have never signed off on that as his vision. And I think we all agree on that. So the more I let that sink in, I was like, but that's not Vince doing anything more than he would have already wanted to do if this was mid nineties, I don't know if, what your take on that is, but I uh, agree. Agree. I mean, it sounded harsh in the moment when you hear it, but Sorry. And that's my take. <laughs> <laughs> Agree. That's my take. <laughs> uh, I, sometimes I have to do the timeout signal <laughs> so I can get a word in. But <laughs> I agree with you in that. He First of all, he never said that we're never going to sign another yeah. independent guy who's small. Again, if another AJ Styles pops up, I'm sure he's going to the main roster. What he's saying is what we're looking for down here in NXT. To develop. In developmental is big guys that we can see main event in WrestleMania. Okay, no big deal. That's yep. fine. What Triple H saw is I'm going to make the hottest independent wrestling promotion going. And Vince, or, or semi-independent. I think yes. it's been called before. Yeah, and Vince is like, no, I want to develop our next. I don't right. care if we have 30 guys and only three of them make it. Those three are going to be the next main eventers of similar ally to OVW kind of thing. Right. Exactly. Like OVW is what produced Brock and Randy and exactly. And, uh, you get some good hands in it. It'll get yeah. help these guys get their chops and in, in and Batista, all that stuff. Yeah. They get to work on their promos. They get to work on their skills, and that's okay. So, and that's the direction they're going. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. We we know what direction they're going in, and that's fine. And, and and further to your point earlier, I think like to me, the more again, the more I think about it. At least it is an identity. At least it is a sort of a, 
a con- cohesive vision. Mm-hmm. Not that Triple H and Sean probably didn't have a vision too from what they wanted, but you're relying on those indie guys to come in and and what have you. And and let's be fair, there's still those guys there. Like Gargano is still there. Who else? Yeah, Champa is still there. Like they still mm-hmm. they're gonna have those guys that are still leftovers. Yeah. Right? And oh, by the way, the the, two, the your uh, your champion at the end. Spoiler alert: is Champa is a five foot eleven guy named <laughs> yeah. Tommaso Champa who who fully deserves it because yeah, hundred percent. Because I've always said about Champa, that's a guy that doesn't look 5'11 and 200 pounds. And doesn't act like it or like perform like it. And we've had that going back and yeah. forth about the look of guys yeah. nowadays. And, and all I'm saying is I'm asking, just because you, you aren't that big doesn't mean you don't have to look that big. Take a look at Pac. Exactly. Same, same oh, instance. Pac's a great example. Yeah. And, no, then, and, and by the way, and Gargano is stealing the show during the wedding. So you have oh, two, that guy is so two guys under six feet that were pretty much featured on And, and it's a solid point. So that... E- it doesn't mean that like that comment about that didn't come up. Maybe it doesn't mean it, that that it didn't, didn't exist. Yeah. It still might have existed, but it, it to you, it furthers your point. It doesn't mean that they're going to just throw out every single person in that. They're, they're yeah. just saying we don't want to be signing guys going forward that fit this mold that haven't. But like Gargano and yes. Champa are well established, yes. right? So we're not going to sign Johnny Gargano with the thought that he's going to be the main event of WrestleMania, right. but. A Johnny Gargano might come around that catches our eye, and we saw him, and he goes to the or, main roster. Or what's wrong with this? And and people are gonna shit on this because the the it doesn't mean that it means that they may not never get. But what's wrong with bringing a, a Johnny Gargano or Champa though that may be out there that we don't know about now, or maybe people do know about, and just being the hand that they have down there to help the talent, right? Well, I talk about this later on. There's nothing I, wrong with. I that. talked about the Ridge Holland match with uh, Drake. That Madden. guy looks. That guy's great too. And Drake did his job. Drake, perfect. Drake was fantastic. And Drake, it's not. And everybody going, oh, Drake Maverick's buried. No, he's not. Drake <laughs> Maverick will never be buried because he's a unique guy. Yeah, he's got a unique look, and that's his job. He and he got Ridge Holland over Gangbusters. Whereas, what are we going to want? Would you rather watch 50-50 with Rich Holland having yeah. some trouble? With- also, I think we still need to remember the NXT, or sorry, the Cruiserweight title lives in NXT. So, yeah. you got, like, you're still going to have to have that division down there. So, yeah. I think Drake serves a purpose for sure. Plus, so. on Monday, I saw Drake on an episode of Raw with the whole 24-7. And I, you can say what you want about 24-7. Oh, he was back on Raw, was he? He was back on yeah. Raw. And so- I mean... He, it's still TV time for him on the main. I, I think what we did with that comment coming out is we instantly jumped to like some sort of. I didn't. Well, <laughs> that's true, but a lot of us jumped to some sort of irrational conclusion that oh, this is the end of it, blah blah. blah. And it's like the more I let it sink in, and especially like tuning in, I was like, well, you know what? That doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing, and that's how we got a Brock Lesnar and a Batista and a John Cena. So. Okay, I'm okay with it. Or Roman Reigns. And I let's mean. get into what we got. Let's start off with yeah. what we got right you, away. You break down because yeah. you're much better. At, first I, thing we got It goes was, in my head and goes out and I forget everything. First thing we got was Braun Breaker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nobody knew who he was, by the way. Oh, I knew who he was. Well, as soon as he opened his mouth, that's I, a so Steiner. So I didn't until that's they... That's a Steiner. But I didn't catch on to it. And I was like, that's a weird singlet. But then the commentator slid in the uh, dog face reference. So, okay. So, so that got... And I was like, yeah, wait a second yeah. here. I'm no dummy. So like, let's face it. The big controversy right now with him. And P.S. He's a stud. 
That guy, as soon as he was on the screen in the ring, he's a star. He's going to be a star. That I guy agree, is going but to they threw him on the screen really quickly, and I was like, who is this guy? Like, I'm okay who? with it because, I, yeah. I, because now, as I say, this is this is what the product's going to be going but, forward. Correct. He was never on TV before yet. Right? Not that I know Okay. Not that, that, that I was know. my That was my only question. But yes. So now you go let's into, get go to into the, the elephant the in the room yeah, with the, the name. name thing. And yes, What a piece of shit name. <laughs> it, is, it is a terrible <laughs> name. Now, of course, his first name is Bronson. but Is it? Yeah, I thought it was Rex. No, no? It, Rex Steiner is the actual last name of the Steiners. It's R E C H Steiner. Uh, yes. Oh, I thought it. Oh, maybe I saw somebody saying, "Why don't you just call him R E X Steiner?" Yeah, and they could have. They could have called yeah. him Rex Steiner, but they didn't. And here's my theory on this. I posed this on another um, another YouTube show and uh, asked this question: Is it possible? Two things. One, is it possible because they're very savvy, contrary to what they come off as on TV, but the Steiners, Scott and Rick, do they have the rights to their name? And they wouldn't allow the WWE to use the name for them. Right. Or, or, the, other pos- for or the other possibility is Scott Steiner is not exactly a favored guy around there. Do you remember a couple WrestleMania Hall of Fames ago where his face was on the wall saying, do not let this man into the uh, into the building? <laughs> no, I When do he had not that whole that. thing going on with Hulk Hogan? I do not remember that Yeah, he was banned from the building because he was threatening Hulk Hogan. Now he's doing it in a kayfabe way, I'm sure, but he's threatening to beat up Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. He also was very insulting to Triple H, so... He's a Boy. bit of a loose cannon. He's a bit too. of a loose cannon, yeah. and that's what we love about him. Yeah, but big pop a pump. I can understand if Vince McMahon's having to put an edict where we don't allow a man into a building because they're worried about the threats he's making on their employees. Well, not employees; they're independent right. contractors. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Yang, don't get after me for that. Sorry, but but if that's the case then maybe I can see why they don't want to bring up the star name. But also, you just brought up a great point that I picked up right away because I, of course, had saw on Twitter all the hoo-ha about, why aren't they calling him Steiner? Why, oh, yeah. my God, and all this. But yes, they made reference to a dog-faced gremlin. So obviously, they're acknowledging the Steiner bloodline Well, there. they do it They do it sort of coyly, right? I know, they, but the they, people yeah. like we us, know, we yeah. know, we know. And I mean, as soon as that guy opened his mouth, you're like, that is a Steiner. And, and I agree with all of those takes, but here's... Here's my side of it. One, you run the risk of a Michael McGillicuddy, first of all. Because sure. the name is so bad, man. Yeah. Like, it's so bad. But also, Dolph Ziggler was a horrible name, too. I know, but that's the whole point. Why do you have to make it out of the gate so bad that he has to overcome that shitty name? Somebody brought up a good point, too. Actually, I think it was uh, our good buddy, uh, Wrestling Machine, NWO Machine. Um, he said... The Viking Raiders. How many names did they have before they actually settled on the Viking yeah. Raiders? So next week, he might be Braun be. something else, or it he might be. be something breaker. So who knows? But in the end, this guy is going to be a star. He's, he's, he he's is. a beast. And it's not like it's not the worst name I've ever, like, because you know how I get. I get pretty passionate about stupid names. Yeah, and, you do. And, and so I, it wasn't like a throw-up-in-my-mouth kind of reaction, <laughs> but, but it was like Braun Breaker. That's, that's and, and with two K's, and then so I saw somebody was like, "Oh, now we know why Strowman got released." It was like, nah, I don't think that or was Bronson Reed. <laughs> yeah, well, mm. maybe. Okay, now that you say that, maybe there was some connection there, but I don't know. I guess you could accomplish what you were saying. You could accomplish that with a better name, still, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or yeah. some sort of like homage to it, like maybe. 
Braun Rickson or something, you know what I mean? Or like <laughs> Ron <what>? Steiner. <laughs> but you know, like like what? Because um, what? Who was it that? Because Kevin Owens took basically Kevin instead of Kevin Steen, he went with Kevin Owens for Owen Hart, right? Yeah. So you could do like I they could went with Rick Scott. Yeah, or like I don't know Braun or Bronson, or maybe give him another. Yeah, or like Scott Ricky or something like that. You know what I mean? Like you, even that would have been better than Braun Breaker in my point, in my opinion. But anyway. Let's not belabor that point because that name won't be like his downfall. I don't think no. because he'll he's he clearly does look like he's a he's a star. But at first, I was like, "Who the f is this guy with this like multicolored rainbow singlet?" Like you like, figured it out pretty quickly. Yes, and then as mm-hmm. soon as I saw him, and I was like, "When he singlet, he and then the dog face for like a couple minutes in." I'm he's like, got oh. his dad's boulder. And then I was on the old Wikipedia pretty quickly yeah. trying to uh, yeah. sort him out. But anyway. So I did enjoy him, though. I did enjoy him. Was I pleased with L.A. Nice being in that match early on? I was going to go there, too. But you know what? <laughs> Not just in the match. I mean, he got, he got, he got pretty jobbed pretty yeah, quick, right? Yeah, but maybe they just had the confidence in L.A. Knight to just bring this guy through the match. I don't know. But it's week one. I'm not going to. Yeah. Uh, Unless I, they have some bigger plans for a night. If if I hear the word buried one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. But, no, um, it's a solid point. But the only thing about the LA Knight stuff is like he was already in a match. Like you already had him in the main event. So it's like, I guess it rub it gives the shine to Braun Breaker, but I, I don't know. I well, just, what it does is you, it says, You're telling me you couldn't have inserted XYZ Superstar in that match instead of LA Knight? Like, what it did is it, it laid the groundwork for the end of the show, uh, and again, spoiler alert, but where he confronts like, Ciampa, back, and, and it's yeah. like, well, I just beat the guy that was in that match yeah. pretty easily, yeah, that's so I'm true. coming after that. Yeah, so. no, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a solid point. So go into the next match. Yeah, so, um, so then we went into the... Um, the Jensen Briggs versus Imperium match. So that's Brooke Jensen, who is Paul <laughs> Buchanan's son. No way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're definitely going with the second generation guys. Yeah. Cause again, two guys I believe had never been on TV. I had no sweet clue who they were, had never heard their names before, but uh, big guys again. Like, they are, yeah. Big dudes. I think, I think Jensen was six foot five, and then Briggs, they were saying, is six foot eight. And I, and I like their look. They were clearly just thrown together because they didn't have matching gear or anything like that. But. But I thought, I don't know what your thoughts on the match were. But I thought they looked green, but they've got potential. Yes, is, is agreed. What I thought. And when I was watching it after we had just saw Braun Breaker go over LA Knight, I was like, oh, for the love of God, please don't, like, I, they can't go over Imperium. Like, I was worried about that. I like Imperium. I, I, I like, love Imperium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love, I'm upset that they actually released Wolf because I thought he was a good part of that too. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, that was, so I was like really worried about that. But I thought, again, they looked they didn't look horrible, but they definitely looked green, and their timing was a little off, I thought. And you're in there with two professionals, like two guys that yep. absolutely can go with anybody in the ring. Uh, but I thought they held their own. They looked good, and the finish was solid, so I thought it was uh, I thought it was a good match. Yeah, and I, I would say I'm more impressed or more looking forward to the the climb of Jensen more so than Briggs. I don't know. He's six foot eight, but I wasn't super impressed with him, even when he came into that whole tournament. That that oh, was he in the young the young yeah, the, the next yeah. what do they call it? I Just because you're six foot eight, like either get some muscle or or go with yeah. like a full Stan Hansen idea where you're just a crazy man but just being just generic make big a wrestler guy. big yeah. guy I, yeah but uh, no, we'll see enough. we'll see what happens it's only one match then we got into the whole hit row segment now this may cause some controversy 
But am I the only one out there that's just not into Hit Row? I am not into it at all. And find them a little bit cheesy? Almost like this is not really them, that they're almost playing a part? Yeah, I... I... Especially, they didn't do themselves any favor by having that top dollar guy in that other show that... that... I was going to say, like, because he was the guy who was doing that, like, uh, memorabilia yeah, show or whatever, Yeah, right? and he was and nothing he was like, like that. No, he was just normal, normal He was kind of like a super fan, basically. Yeah, yeah I, listen, and I... One more question for you. Is Hit Row Healer Face? I think they're trying to be the, the baby face cool group. Because I've watched this show many, many times, and I still can't tell you whether they're healer That's face. A, it's a good question. I mean, listen, I'm sure there's a huge section of the wrestling population, fan group, fan base that, that does enjoy them. I, I'm with you. It's not because I'm not into, like, hip-hop or anything like that. It's just they haven't connected with me. Like, I... It, I don't, it reminds like, me even of the even the shtick where they like they do the rap and then they yeah. all stand in the quorum. Yeah. Like, it just I don't think that's really cool. To it be seems kind of cheesy to me. And yeah, it, it reminds me of like uh, our truth has got a better. Yeah, thing exactly. It's more street than yeah. you know. But it reminds me of like a Sears catalog when when they put it put people in clothes trying to <laughs> yeah. make them look cool. And it's just I don't know. And now they're all talented. They're all right talented. Now. Yeah. yeah. I, the the match for the B Fab girl was not was really long match. enough to see whether yeah. she's talented or that not. That was the first time she was in the exactly. Ring, but I mean, Swerve is very talented. Uh, Ashanti the Adonis might be the most talented of the bunch. And is he, that the big guy? That's the smaller, the smaller guy. guy. And, and I mean, he's he's got that fire in the ring. He's he's so he's got right. that, which you know, again makes me question: Are they heel or are they babyface? Yeah, and he, I and to be fair, I I haven't watched. I've seen a lot of Swerve stuff, but I haven't seen much of anybody yeah. else's stuff. So and the top uh, dollar guy is like big and strong and stuff like that. So it's not nothing because they haven't their, been in the ring that much. Not a whole lot, but it's, it's nothing against their whole in ring work. It's just this whole gimmick just feels. It feel, put on feels a little forced and yeah, canned. Yeah, yeah I, I would give you that. I feel like these. This isn't how these guys act in real life. I guess is what what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I factions are great on their own, but you gotta. It's gotta connect. And I mean, so you guys are music producers, or yeah. you're like you're actually artists, but now just wrestling. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't know what mm-hmm. you're trying to get across there. So. Yeah, I hear you. It's it's a little uh, convoluted. And then me. we had the confrontation afterwards with um, was it Legato to Fantasma? I love that group. By and the way. my like, question again: Are they heel or face? I Who's think the they're I think they're heel, but they're that cool heel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I really like that group. Ah, man, that group just looks the part. Mm-hmm. What a departure for DJ Z. Eh? I yeah. know he's not called DJ Z anymore, but yeah. and I like DJ Z, the character in TNA and stuff, but like um, or Impact, but. I never would have guessed he could be this sort of character either. Like if they had kind of, and he's super talented guy in the ring too, but I love, um, he's renamed now, but he used to be, Fan, El, he used to be Phantasmo, whatever. What's uh, his was name? it El Hijo de Phantasmo? Yeah, that was yeah. his old name. But, yeah. uh, but anyway, that guy is amazing. Like, yeah. Yes, he's. I think he's technically a cruiserweight, but another guy that looks the part, and you can yes. easily throw him in the world world title match, right? Yep. And he would look the part, not just because he wears trunks, and I don't be like I'm a big trunks guy, but he just looks the part. He's intimidating, looks like a champion, just because he's smaller in stature. I don't think that has anything to do with anything. No, I'm high on that group. Yeah, I love, For I sure. love that. And the 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 female that I'm again not familiar with her, but she came off looking pretty good in that promo with yep. uh, with fab there yep for sure uh so then we we had the quick segment backstage the wedding stuff and then you <laughs> i think i did get a chuckle out of this Texter's i know some people are like why did he show up for three but whatever it was it was a spot on the show but the whole damien priest thing oh yeah where uh where 
Austin Theory says, I got a priest, and he comes in. <laughs> it was pretty good. The interaction was just funny. And by the way, I still, Austin Theory, what a beast that guy's going to be. That, yeah, know. and they it surprises me that they never even really flushed it. Has he, he hasn't really got a push at all yet, has yeah, he? Not yet. And, and people are saying, well, why didn't they follow up on the whole storyline of him leaving? Because you know why? Because I'm pretty sure Vince and Kevin Dunn and Bruce said, you know what? We're not even worried about tying up loose ends we're starting fresh here right because yeah because he showed up on the main roster for a bit right uh in dark matches i think yes who am i thinking that showed up on main roster i'm not sure i thought it was austin theory he like he did but i think he's on like main event and things like oh, that maybe. i don't think he was actually on an episode of raw or smackdown but maybe i not. could be wrong because i, I thought he was on i'm raw. not following every second yeah. of wrestling right now. i thought he was on raw but it was a months ago but anyway Maybe, maybe I'm mistaken. But, but yeah, like so I think, honestly, they're saying we're not worried about yeah, the, the 500,000 fans who are watching it. We're going to worry about the million fans that we're hoping to get to watch yeah. this product. So I get that. So it's fine if they didn't follow up on it. And that the, the, the wedding stuff has been hilarious. <laughs> yeah. The it, bachelor's, the bachelor party <laughs> stuff was funny. Like all was, that stuff yeah. was good. Then you had the, uh, the Trick Williams, Carmelo Hayes segment. I really like Carmelo Hayes. I, I don't mind the pairing on this trick. Trick Williams. was new, right? He, I, mean, I think he's new. We didn't yeah. see him before. Yeah, I, that classic, like, I'm struggling to be, like, who I am. I want to be a good guy. And then all of a sudden he just turns into, like, the asshole at the end, which I yeah. thought was great. I think that was cool. My the only, only, complaint, thing I was, only complaint I'd have was that the segment felt really long. It did. Yeah. But my only beef was, and it's, it's not really for the whole segment, I think they were trying so hard not to really like lay in the kicks. It just the kicks didn't look good. They did not. They did not look yeah. good. I'm just gonna throw that out there. They looked really bad when they were trying to like beat stomp, quote unquote, beat them down at the end. It's like it seemed yeah. like three or four times they decided, okay, that's enough, and then they're like, <laughs> they're, oh, we'll go no, like we gotta do some more. But I'm all for that sort of like uh, duo going forward, and like and that Trick Williams is a big dude too. So yeah. that yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, for and sure. And he's got that title opportunity whenever he wants. So uh, Hayes, yeah. Hayes, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, for sure. Hayes. We then went to the um, women's tag match. Um, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane versus Casey. Was it Kenton Zero? Kenton Zero and, and uh, Carter. Carter. Now, the, both of those teams have been around for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I, will, I won't describe the reaction we just got in the words, but let's be honest this was all just to set up mandy yes right? so in the words of uh randy jackson it's a little pitchy dog <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sorry i'm sorry forever and a day i will never forget the fact that Gigi dolan is the tampon girl I don't know that story. The Priscilla Kelly, you don't know that story? The one, there was a big controversy. She, during an independent match, she brought, apparently reached oh, down. Oh. Yeah, I don't that's even want to Kelly? That's Priscilla Kelly, yeah. So I, I, again, I haven't been following so much in all the last few months that I, I was, I don't really know who those, Dol, that Dolan and the other one are. Yeah, but. yeah. It was, so. But they've been a faction for a little bit, I think. Yeah, for a little bit. It's It was a very quick beginning to this because yeah they're getting to the mandy thing um one it's funny the first thought that went through my head again for somebody who's new watching this you're sitting there going who's the heel who's the face because yeah. they, obviously the the casey and caden team are the face because they're so small and man they are small they are so yeah. short they hardly see over the top row yeah they're Time. But it wasn't like Dolan and Jane were doing anything heelish. But then as soon as Mandy came in, they started that six-woman match. They started doing heel stuff, which is right. like, perfect. That's what you need to do. You need to establish to the audience who's the heel. And this is, this might be unpopular, but I, 
as much as Carter and Canizero have been on TV, I still find them green. I still they, find them really that's, awkwardly. That's green where my pitchy dog thing comes in. in. <laughs> I think they're both talent. Like they both have that that raw talent, but I don't know what it is if it's just them together. Because Canizero is like crazy athletic. She was mm-hmm. like the whatever that show was called or whatever. Ninja Warrior. Ninja Warrior. But man, oh man, I just I've never felt even when they were up with the titles, I was like, you don't have any chemistry. Like I just mm-hmm. don't. I don't know if it's them being green together or because I think Carter's been around for. I think she's been independent for a long time. Anyway, I mean that might be an unpopular opinion. I just don't think uh, they're all that. It wasn't for me. Uh, Dolan and the other one, I think, looked the part. They looked the part, but they were still kind of. But again, the clunkiness. I find all the matches with Carter and Canizero are clunky with whoever they're working with. And I'm sorry, but shame on you, crowd, for doing a "This is awesome" chant. Yeah, it was not an awesome match. I will say this though: you know who looked good in that match, and I mean literally from the wrestling standpoint, was Mandy. Yeah, oh yeah, I I dig that new look. I dig the the character shift there, and she she played heel. She got heat on on Casey. And and they worked. It was classic old school tag wrestling. They worked over the baby face until yeah. you got to that bright spot. And yeah, I thought she came off looking pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm excited to see where that goes. It was a it was. I think everybody was kind of surprised to see her go back down to NXT. So I don't know where that came out of, but um, why she couldn't be doing this on the main roster. But anyway, I'm okay with it though. And again, if it's just to polish her up a little bit, so that because there's so many women up on the main roster that are probably a little bit better than her from a like experience standpoint, then yeah, I guess I'm okay with the two. Yeah. So then we went to the, the Holland uh, Maverick match and okay. So, so fill me in on when Holland showed up because I know they were doing that faction with um, Oni Larkin, Oni Larkin and um, what's um, his name. And then it was um, Don and then Holland, but Holland just must've shown up from UK. Did he? So he had, He's I assume NXT. he was on NXT UK. He came to NXT. Now, sorry, I, I'm just, I don't follow UK too yeah. much. So I'm not going to be great on the history of this, but I do remember him showing up and then he had just a gruesome ankle injury um, uh, and that put him out for a while. And then he's recently just came, come back. So I, I don't know the timeline and everything okay. with it, but he was, yes, he was, I think originally paired up with those guys, had that ankle injury. And then he uh, he's now just yeah. coming back. S- side question before we get into the match. Do you think Dunn, Dunn sticks around for a while? Because I've heard his contract's coming up. I, I heard that he signed a contract. Did he resign? I okay. it was like a three-year contract. I, would, I, I, I heard a good point, too. Uh, everybody's freaking out about everybody's contracting ending and stuff like that. But news for you, everybody's contract ends at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to renegotiate. <laughs> it's no different than every situation yeah. so the fact that everybody's going nuts about contracts and it's just because AEW so new they probably signed a bunch of people to for long term long term contracts yeah. right no no that, that that's stupidity if you're, oh, if you're I'm just so sick and tired of that. oh my god somebody else's contract that's literally how contracts that's work how contracts they work. have an expiry exactly no but I I was genuinely curious to see what he might do because he would be a good fit in in another <laughs> black and gold brand you know what i mean so uh anyway but again like you mentioned in an earlier episode he might have saw the writing on the wall and said well, where do i fit in there right right so yeah. as much as he's that great in ring guy maybe he sees a good fit and like here's the thing too that i think we all have to recognize there will be absolutely nothing wrong if guys never leave nxt mm-hmm. and i think that needs to be said because is he is is a guy like pete dunn going to get x amount more money to go to AEW than he is to nxt 
Maybe, but I don't think it's going to be much more than his contract would get at NXT. So, I think and the, you still have the potential to make Mania and all these yeah. other things, right? I so, think the perfect example is Ciampa, right? I mean, this yeah. is a guy who's put his work in. He's got a bad neck. He's even said himself he doesn't want to go up to the main roster, which dangerous statement, but I get it. Well, um, I can't blame him for when they did bring them both up. But man. he's got he's got uh, he's got a daughter. He's got a wife. He lives in Florida. He just drives to the show it's each gotta time. Got to be a good setup. He's got a decent life. He's not risking his body on the road all the time. Because I think more so than the bumps, the travel is what's yeah. really going to bother. No, that's that a good injury. point. That's so good I point. get that. So he's a great example of it. It's not such a bad thing for you certain. You got to make people. your own choice. Yeah. Now, if a twenty-year-old. You but Dunn's young, though. That's the only thing. Like, Dunn yeah. is like 23 or right. something, right? So, so he should want to get to the main roster. Yeah. But I get it for Ciampa, or even if Gargano said, I'm pr- plenty happy down here. But, but I guess furthering to kind of what I said is even if even if the Dunn contract he got offered was a quote-unquote NXT contract, that still does not, and I'm sure there's stuff written in there, it doesn't preclude them from making Rumbles or Mania no, appearances, not at all. right? So not at all. Yeah. you always have that opportunity to do that exactly. as well. So all I'm going to say about the Holland things we touched on before, he looks like I a like beast. I like that guy a lot. Very impressive. like Very that impressive. guy a lot. And thank you, Drake Maverick. You did exactly what yeah. we've been asking. It was a quote-unquote squash match, but with somebody who has a name that, you know, it's not like he's jobber number one. No. History. You, you had no concerns that Drake was going to beat this guy, and but he again, you have a veteran who knows how to get people over, knows how to sell. Knows too. How he's, to sell. He sold the hell out of all that. He match. can flip and fly like crazy for a big guy like that. It was perfect. There was even a spot where um, the ref went to Drake and he said, "He's like, no, no, no!" Like, and he was like, "Oh, no!" I was going to say overselling. He wasn't overselling, but he was like doing what he was supposed to do, and like this guy was kicking the shit out of him and he and he felt it yeah I'm, and and let's be honest the uh the finisher with the old snow plow i love that too <laughs> yeah. i don't no, i don't know if there's i'm sure somebody will correct me there's I'm sure there's lots of people using it on the independence but it's been a long time since i saw a northern lights kind of draw I, it's not a northern Lights suplex i think it's a northern lights bomb but um love that move too mm-hmm. al snow did it great but and i'm a, a big drake maverick fan i me too i think he's highly entertaining for like even if he doesn't even he, he doesn't even have to wrestle and he's still entertaining on exactly. your TV, right? He's a perfect manager for sure. Yeah, and he doesn't have to just be a manager, but even if he's just sprinkled in with segments and like doing stuff, and and I still don't even know if that was a shoot or a, a work when he got released and then brought back mm, and all stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was real, but yeah, I'm with you. Like you, he's versatile. And here's a new flat news flash. I'm a Big fan of Drake Maverick, and I don't need to see him with the WWE title no. around his waist or Imagine the cruiserweight or the cruiserweight. He doesn't need a title. You can he's, actually like guys are just yeah. right there. You know? And that Ridge Holland, I think, is I I don't know if he's young. He looks kind of youngish. He's got a bright future, I think, that guy. I was a fan, big fan of Hillbilly Jim back in the day, but I didn't <laughs> need to see a belt around his waist. I just enjoyed watching his stuff. I love Doink. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> I hated Doink. Uh, next, we had a little segment with, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh Tony D'Angelo, I believe. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was Chicago some mobster. sort of mafia gimmick, but he went to Buffalo University. I thought that was funny. Well, he so apparently he is an amateur wrestler. I was just going to say, so they must have threw that in there to just legitimize You know he can him. go. So, uh, yeah, that, that, and, it had, and I don't know if you caught this, and for those of us who were around, it had a really old school vignette feel to it, which I kind of liked. Which, uh, go, going I was back like to the point, 80s even. I was like, this is kind of Razor-esque This debut. felt like a Superstars of Wrestling. Yes. That's what you had. I was okay with it. Like They need more of that, especially in NXT, to introduce people. Yep. I, 
Because I don't know how many out there remember all these vignettes, but even like the I remember Carlito, like they had week after week of Carlito promos, and they were fantastic too. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the recent ones. Even uh, Kingston had some good promos yeah. before yeah. he debuted. Like we haven't had that for a long time, and I'm all for it. it and works. it didn't look cheesy. It yeah. was, it was, it was good and sort of hit the point across. And I hope we get more of them. But uh, yeah. I don't know who that guy is, but I don't need to know now because I, I like the character. It works. And, and, you know, it's funny where you just mentioned about there could be guys that just all they need to do is NXT. I still think you could still bring back, like, an Enzo for NXT. Yeah. Something like that, yep. you know. Although he was as over as Grover on, on uh, the, the main, main roster. roster, too. But, you know. Yeah, we'll see. We went from that to the Creed Brothers. This is my first chance to who see Who have been Creed on Brothers. a couple weeks, and I enjoyed yeah. them the, when I saw them the first time. So what I said with them is, again, green, but a ton of potential. Yep. And um, they look legit. I was digging the old school feel. Uh, I almost feel like the Diamond Mine's ironic since we just had Mavs here on our last episode talking about how it works in Japan with the young boys. The young and boys, the, All yeah. they get is the black trunks and the black boots. I kind of feel like that's what they're going with with the Creed boys, yeah. the black sing- singlet. They're basically wearing their amateur gear because they yep. don't even have knee pads. They don't have any, they're just like, here we are. But, yeah, I agree. I think there's... There, Again, big dudes. Big dudes. <laughs> that one, the the I think the younger brother's neck is like eighteen miles long. Like it's <laughs> huge. I don't know how he is able to turn his head, but I enjoy them a lot. And that's saying so because they are green. But I'm like, yeah, I could dig where these where they're gonna go. The, I think the one guy is super ripped, but he needs to fill out a little bit. The mm-hmm. taller guy. Mm-hmm. If that guy fills out, man, like that's a Brock esque like body frame there but yeah um yeah i'm enjoying it like i think they're gonna have to evolve and polish up a little bit but that's what they're there for right i mean they're just gonna dummy guys for a little bit and get their uh stamp the cards for a few weeks and, and yep. go from there and then we had the of course the, the talking segment afterwards with uh, is it it's malcolm Bev- bivens right yes uh, the only thing I, I say about the whole diamond they just threw the the female in there we didn't even get anything we, we that's where he was going with he was trying to introduce yeah. her uh, apparently she you know she has a little bit of a background in other stuff but what my comment was she looks impressive as heck yes but without she, seeing her i right. guarantee she looked scared shitless out there yeah, to be on camera you could see that it was and that was the only thing like even walking down the entrance i was like who is that and then mm-hmm. she just didn't look comfortable and then i was like okay did did we know who she is and then and then they they went into the explanation, but that was the only thing I think they could have like brought her out or something to yeah. like introduce her, like just putting her in the group. And we didn't even know who she was. That was just awkward. Like we like, who's that? Like yeah. we didn't. Anyway, somebody named her baby China on uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next we had, uh, it was Regal talking about um, Kyle O'Reilly not being in the match, right? Uh, which ironically, what, what happened there? Uh, he was he, attacked by Holland. No, I know, Dunn. but is he is he hurt? You know, or oh, I, or is no. it just storyline? I, I think they're just tweaking and playing with different yeah. things, is what they're doing, right? But uh, so then, of course, Von Wagner gets uh, again. I was like, who? <laughs> you know who he is? No, he's Wayne Bloom's son. Do you know who Wayne Bloom Wayne is? Bloom. Do you remember the Destruction Crew in the AWA and the Beverly Brothers? And I remember the Beverly Brothers. That's, Brothers. that's Wayne Bloom. There was Mike Enos and yeah. Wayne Bloom. Okay. That's Wayne Bloom's He's a big dude. He's a big dude. <laughs> the one thing that stood out, and I'm not shaming anyone, but <laughs> man, his he's got that like Neanderthal forehead, man. Like He's got that pronounced, uh, what do you call that? The eyebrow section there? Yeah, like, yeah. I uh, <laughs> uh, Again, no, I'm not shaming. This is, this is just... Just it's unique. Off, unique from observation, he looks like the result of a three-way between Edge, Great Collie, and Van Hammer. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great analogy. 
And I, I don't like mean it. that insulting. Not, I don't no, I, it's, be, it's like somebody was, was taking these different characteristics because once he got in the ring, man. Like, Agreed. Because yeah, like that, that was, and own. all I was saying that is because I didn't know who he was. So mm-hmm. that's the first thing I focused on. I was like, wow, that is quite the face. But then like, I'm like, wait, who is this guy? They're just going to insert him in. But he looked the part. He's clearly not, he's not green at all. So no, he, he must've been training for a while. From what they're saying, they're very high on him back. But he had never made TV. He never made TV, but just they're high on him. And actually they, ironically enough, they are comparing him to Edge apparently. Okay. Well, he's way bigger than Edge though. Yeah. I think just the potential. And all right. That. Yeah. So I, I, I did enjoy him. I have to say like from, from a, who the F is this dude taking spots? To in the match, I was like, yeah, he belonged. He looked like he was he was polished too. So yeah, he he did not look out of place, and he he certainly did himself well. So. I'm loving all the second generation stuff. If that's the case, right? I'm liking the sprinkling of new and old. In yeah, there. no, that's a good point too. It's great. It it fit. It it made sense. Yeah. And Again, I I, re- I was hoping for LA Knight to go over there. I don't. I it was probably never going to happen. But I was. I feel but like, as soon as he lost in the first match, I was like, well, that ain't happening. I, I feel guess. like Knight might go up to the main roster maybe maybe the they're draft. setting that up i just feel like that i know he's not super tall but how convinced not like his look right he's uh, well, and his promo skills talk, and his right? his entrance would be amazing like how would you not like that again he's probably this what is he 511 himself i yeah i mean he might be six foot maybe but again he doesn't look looks it. the part he's jacked he's jacked yeah the, the, and you know what? And I didn't say this at the time, but I I was I didn't love that they renamed him L.A. Knight, and that was probably before Vince even got involved. And I was like, I still don't love it, but I mean, he seems to be running with it. You got the three syllables for yeah. the L.A. Knight and all, yeah. but he doesn't even do the Eli Drake stuff anymore, really, where he like signs it in the in his yeah. entrance, but. I know Eli Drake was just such a cool gimmick, and he's gotta like, get back to the dummy. <laughs> dummy, yeah. He had the button in TNA. But that was there's awesome. a perfect example. I hated the name Eli Knight. Like really, I LA hated Knight? it too. But yeah. guess what? You don't even care right now. Yeah, it's I mean, still Eli it, Drake. It's whatever. still Eli Drake, regardless. So he's going, making it work. Going back to the Braun Breaker name. I know. Yeah. It, I, I listen. Your arguments are sound and valid. It's just it's just a perceived thing I know, on me I know. from my part. I, all I'm going to say about the main event, great match. Yeah, it was fantastic. For a four-way, loved it. Loved it. it was uh, just the way they started off was really hot. And, um, you know, it wasn't just, let's just get to the outside as quick as possible. No, the floor. They, there they, was were, action. they were going at it, yeah. Again, Wagner held his own in there. And I think it was a great call uh, to put the belt on Ciampa. The only thing I'll say is um, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. Quick finish. I, I wasn't expecting the finish to happen like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And maybe this is something to come, a sign of things to come. But we're so used to false finish after false finish after false finish. I don't know if it's done or Pritchard producing it. We didn't get that. We got we got a couple teases. I don't think there was any. No, there was no roll ups. And I don't. Did we even get a false finish in the, the the main event? Um, now it wasn't a super overly long match, but no, no. And I'm not saying to, I'm not saying that to diminish it. I'm yeah. just saying I don't. We're just so accustomed. To like kick out a two and kick out a two after, you know what I mean? I think every match finished with a finisher. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I, I listen, it was not unexpected in the sense that Ciampa deserves to win and, and he could easily have won it. I just was like, oh shit, that's over. Like mm-hmm. it's done. Like because he hit it, the fairy tale ending, and I was like, oh, is he going to kick out? And no. Did he go over on Rex? I can't remember. Or the Bond It was, yeah, right. Two and that's probably, one night. Like, yeah, that's probably why it was feeling But again, 
maybe Vince just said, you know what, this guy's going to get himself back over next week with just talking on the microphone. Yeah. So. Or, or to your point, he's going to show up in SmackDown and be over anyway. So yeah. let's let him put some guys over on the way out. Exactly. Yeah, no, I agree. It was a great match. Chompa win. And then we had the backstage uh, segment where that at that point, when Braun, or no, no, there was some. There was the wedding, we right? The wedding. right. Sorry, we don't <laughs> need to talk about it. No, it was but, entertaining. But the right? review of the of the whole relationship had me chuckling quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, listen, I mean, it, I love Dexter Loomis. I think he's highly entertaining. We, we, I think the crowd pop and when he got to speak was was kind of fun. And honestly, what all this wedding stuff has showed me is that uh, Indy is super talented. Like she, she's been showing a character side of things too, which has been great as well. Like yeah. I. I like her and Johnny's fantastic. And uh, what's her? Uh, what, what's uh, Candice LeRae? Candice LeRae's little comments. No, no. <laughs> like just. And then Austin Theory was good, just sitting yes, there. And they, yes. they, it was it was a good segment. I, I we don't have to go into it, but it was a good laugh though when they said, "Is there any objections?" And, <laughs> and, he shows he the shows the and they all raised their <laughs> hand. Yeah, like that it was, was well good. done. I thought it was good. Also, you know, it was only quick, but even the Odyssey Jones thing where he sat that guy down. Um, oh yes, with yeah. something Chase, Adrian Chase. Or Andre Chase, whatever his name is. Oh, he was the guy from the, the tournament or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was even just, it got him over a little bit, yeah. right? And then so, Beth got in there. Yeah, yeah it was, yeah, it it was, was entertaining. Yeah, it was fun. Although, it was so weird. It was an actual wedding that actually went That through. actually happened and actually didn't have a schmoz at the end. I know, which felt kind of weird. Like, that's the time when a faction should come in and just cause chaos. But, yeah. eh, whatever. Yeah. It's... I think they were just wrapping up that one with a nice little typo, <laughs> exactly. probably. Uh, and then, of course, yeah, as you yeah. mentioned at the end, you had the confrontation between Breaker and, I, and Ciampa. And I was going to say this is that Ciampa had the, a really good reaction because he was like, who are you to step to me? Mm-hmm. That kind of face. But then Braun wasn't gimmicky. He wasn't campy because he kind of was that a little bit in his match. But he was like, like you could just tell in his face. Like that was like, okay, I can get behind this guy now if he's just going to be like bad. He didn't. He just had a look. And we talked about the little things. And then at the end... When they're standing he, there, you saw Ciampa just kind of went and looked down at the title as if, oh, okay, I get yeah. it. And that's just a small thing. Yeah. But, that's but then even like Braun patting him on his chest, I think yeah. he patted him on the chest or yeah. whatever, is like, okay, okay. But again, to your point, you got two faces now going on. I got a wild theory for you that I would be okay if right away they threw the strap on Breaker. Yeah, I'm okay with that too, to be just, honest. Just throw it on him. Just like, just I think what I, what I came what I came to sort of realize after that show ended i was like i'm okay if they experiment down here now you know what i mean like i'm okay if they they do some things because it might be fun it might be fun to throw straps on guys right away or it might be fun to debut somebody new every single week or like you know what do it fill your boots because that's the place to do it if you're going to do it yeah and the environment was cool the 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 ring setting was cool Yes, the colors I'm not a big fan of, but it, it sort of blended away after a few like matches. So, yeah. You're preaching to the choir here because I, I, that's literally what I wrote down. I said, they set the tone of the show. We finally know what NXT is. Yeah. And guess what? It's developmental. For yeah. sure. Which but, is what it started out as. And I said, but that's okay. Because um, we got a mixture of new guys. We got some squash matches. We got some fun segments. And we got some, some really serious good wrestling stuff. Yeah. as well. Yeah. And they're going to experiment. Obviously, they're going to experiment with things. Yeah, which they should. And I'm fine with that. At least, at least we know what NXT is now. Yeah. And um, I know a lot of people are just like, "Geez, you know, it's the stupid logo." Who cares? Did you like every season of Superstars or Wrestling yeah. Challenge? Who cares, right? You, know, you might. Uh, the only interesting part to me is 
because now you have a logo on the title that doesn't match the logo. So are they going to redo the belts? That or, was my only concern. That I will be concerned about that. If we get a paint splash belt, that I'm that's going to be that. an issue with me if that's the case. But outside of that, I have no complaints. I mean, they they redid the set, which was cool. Like not just the seating, but they redid the actual like stage set. Yeah, which looked cool. It was like a, a big tall kind of screens and um yeah and just like the sort of and this is going to sound derogatory but like sort of the high school gym feel to this i thought that was cool kind of thing like you have the stands and stuff as i've gone on about nwa it reminds me of a studio show yeah and i'm okay with that and like even like the barricade was like an so the fans are basically for those who didn't see it they're sort of sitting higher so they've made these like elevated um, temp- I assume they're just temporary stands, mm-hmm. bleachers, but they sit on top almost of the normal barricade. Because at first I was like, why do they have plexiglass there? But then it's because kind of like that's where the barricade would normally be. Mm-hmm. So if they get thrown, and I don't know if we're going to see a lot of outside stuff, but I'm assuming at some point we will. If they get thrown into it, they still have like sort of the plexiglass on top where like the fans' legs would be, I guess, because you're mm-hmm. kind of sitting on top of it. But And clearly... To borrow your word, clearly the 2.0 was a reaction to EverRise being 2.0 in AEW, <laughs> yes. right? Because everything WWE does is a reaction yeah. to AEW. They, so you're being facetious, but um, but uh, well, I mean that's why they 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 did everything they could to get ratings on Monday because it's not about getting ratings for your show and getting viewers there. It's about a reaction to AEW, to right? But but Punk showing up on the first episode of rampage had nothing to do with nothing nothing to do with, with getting ratings <laughs> he's, right? he's being smart but no but i just no I, I know what you're saying it's it's that it's it's stupid logic it doesn't make sense but it, here's what i'll say about the 2.0 it's not nxt 2.0 because no, it's, it's nxt, NXT 3.0 <laughs> yeah, no but it's true. nxt yeah, 3.0 because yeah. you already had one yeah. that was the first game show version yeah and then you had the second one which was triple h's brainchild so stop with the 2.0 and i just Get rid of the 2.0 and I'll be fine. But, like, I don't know how long that'll be. Because even the commenters like, NXT 2.0? Like, stop with the 2.0. <laughs> like, we don't have to be shoved down. That does not have to be shoved down our throats every freaking They should have called it NXT Everrise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, like, I, yeah, the whole Everrise to 2.0 thing. I don't know. That kind of is a dumb name, too. But anyway. Anyways, overall thoughts? I really liked it. I'm, I'm optimistic. Uh, I want to see where they're going with it. I probably, through watching the whole episode, came to more of a realization in my own head how I'm perceiving it and will perceive it going forward. Maybe everybody won't have that same epiphany, if you will, but I'm kind of okay with it. And I remember listening to Bubba a few weeks ago say, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to give it a chance. And if I hate it after six, three, four weeks, then I'll hate it. But if I'm going to give it a chance. And that that sort of made me think, oh, you know what, I'm going to do the same thing. I want to just open mind, go into it. I've been trying to do that in my life in general now, just keep an open mind. And I did enjoy it. There, Again, there's a few small nit- nitpicky things, like with the logo. But outside of that, I thought it was fun. I liked the new set. I liked that they mixed old with new. I liked that I was genuinely like, who the f- who the f is this guy like that was a couple times in the night i was like who is who is this like but that's kind of cool too because that's kind of surprises and we get to discover guys so yeah i enjoyed it i'm optimistic about it going forward well i'll say this if somebody's not watching a show because of the logo then you truly are not a wrestler. yeah i agree agreed uh, i'm with you i i thought it was enjoyable that's a great point you made about what bubba said because perfect example i 
was not big on AEW when it first yeah. started, but I said, you know what? I, I'm a wrestling fan. I'm going to slog through this. And I'm going to see if it gets better. And I saw little improvement, little improvement, little, to now it's really a fun watch. Yep. So that can happen. So of course I'm going to give this show a chance to basically lose me as a viewer, if you want yes. to say it that yeah. way. But I felt good. I, right now, I'm pretty excited about four brand new faces that I never heard of prior to Agreed. this. And I think what also came to to be for me watching the show was when I started to really think about the fact that you can only go to the well outside the organization so much to bring guys in and who are theoretically going to be stars when that was never the model. That yeah. was never the model back. Even the territory days, yes, Vince gets credit for a lot of things that he probably didn't do because like Hogan was already over in AWA and there's all kinds of examples of guys who were already over when he brought them in in the eighties too, but he still put his own little stamp on them. He still tweaked them, but to not have that opportunity where in my opinion, the heyday for me was the area that we got Brock Orton, um, Batista, Batista Cena, and Benjamin, yeah. uh, Haas, mm-hmm. like, that was from OVW's development ride. You know what I mean? And that was the, that was for me, that's my, I look back fondly on that era. So we didn't have, now that was gone, right? I mean, we didn't, because NXT evolved away from that to be this indie competitor, right? And I loved it and it was awesome in the moment and we were getting huge takeovers and it was great. But that watching the show on Tuesday made me realize, wait a second, maybe like selfishly, I I wasn't really seeing the carpet for the horse or whatever that saying is, right? Like we need guys to have somewhere to develop so that they become the Brock Lesnar's on our TV, right? And we need that. Yeah. And I've got news for you. Everybody, and I mean, everybody has wrestled somewhere else before. Right. Now, the difference being is the group that they had in NXT. Well, yeah, those are like guys that were sports guys. Under Triple H. Yeah were guys that really made a name for themselves. But even, you know, even um, The Rock was Flex Kavanaugh in Memphis or whatever, yeah. right? You know, so everybody needs to get their chops matches, somewhere. Yeah. They have to wrestle in their local promotion to get that. So, you know, but yeah. But so, I guess in this era... WWE is famous for, for, you know, building these young stars. Like, I remember when they brought in a Dusty Rhodes back in 1989. And, I mean, brand new star. <laughs> <laughs> a young Ric Flair back in 91. No, no past never, history. Never made his name <laughs> No, and that... that we, no, we I, get I, that. Just, yeah, no, we get that. It. But I guess the difference, too, and I was going to say, in this iteration, and we've definitely seen it from the lo- from the recent hirings, they're going back to the, no, we just want athletes yeah. and we'll mold them, right? I think I brought this point up with you many times before. No matter who they signed that was an indie quote-unquote darling, they were never going to get cheered or credit to WWE for the way they use them because they're never going to be used the right way in right. the fans', in, the in fans the eyes. Hmm. And no matter, even if AEW's using them very poorly right now, not saying that they are, but if even if they are, the fans are going to give them as many breaks as possible right. with that. But because everybody is so anti-WWE, for they were just appalled that these guys even went to the WWE in the first place. So, of course, they're not going to yeah. like what they're doing with them. And to that point, maybe it's better. Because now you got guys that nobody knew before. They don't have any preconceived like yes. uh, perception that's of exactly their success point. level yeah. or anything like that. And now you're just organically bringing guys under your TV that that mature and develop the character over time. And, and so... Yeah, I think it was just an eye-opener for me to be like, you know what? This is probably what it should be. And now it, it gives them a reprieve from the AEW versus NXT thing, which is yeah. also good because they can experiment, like we just said. They can do all this other stuff. 
And to be honest, AEW's got their sights on Raw and stuff anyway. So that, but I had a really sort of aha moment watching it and be like, you know what? This is going to be good, I think. And look aside in the splatter and all that stuff. That's nitpicky stuff. Like I'll get uh, to like what you just said. If they bring out the title, then I'm going to be a little bit upset about that. But outside of that, man, I thought it was kind of cool. Yep. I'll be watching next episode. Yep. All right. Well, on that note, I think we'll stop it there. We blathered on for over <laughs> an hour, but uh, it was it was worth it. So I'm glad. Yeah, and if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. Even if you're never going to agree to like it, just go give it a shot, at least one episode, because it was enjoyable. I, I, I think you will like it too. I'll say this. If you are a fan that grew up watching Saturday morning wrestling, yeah. you should enjoy this show. Yep. I agree. You can even, I even kind of hearken it back to WCW, what was it, Power Hour or Saturday Night or whatever in the studios. Like, they used those shows as build, builders, right? They used those as their sort of NXT at the time, right? It kind of had that feel to it, too, and that studio feel and the circular. You, you think, like, the first I saw it immediately, I was like, oh, I, if this ring spins, <laughs> I'm going I'm to, like, turn it off. But it didn't. Because <laughs> it kind of is a circular that's ring. That's true. Sound, right? That's true. But we might get that from Dark if they're going to Universal Yes, studios, that's true. So that's the spinning true. ring. Anyway, so check it out if you haven't. Give it at least a couple weeks to marinate and, and uh, give it a shot. All right. Well, and before we go, we want to share some breaking news. That was bad. So we just wanted to give a shout out to Thomas Bryce at Thomas Bryce 2017 for inviting us to join the Sportswire Sports Radio Network. We're pretty excited to be a part of it. It's a 24-hour online radio station. So we're hopeful that our podcast is going to be heard by some new listeners uh, some we'll new, get, new ear holes on it we'll get the word out there um we're pretty excited to join uh it doesn't mean that it's changing anything on our end we nope. can still find our podcast wherever you get your regular podcast whether it be apple google stitcher amazon or spotify or who else but just one more option for somebody our first episode that's going to play on there is going to be our last episode which was episode 15 with our interview uh, with Mavs Gillis New Japan pro wrestling announcer Mavs Gillis and by the way again thanks to Mavs because that yeah, was a was real awesome. fun great conversation <laughs> real fun conversation I had that guy's a that guy's knows more than you do which is impressive oh I had a I had a, a nice education on New Japan <laughs> wrestling yeah. and, and Japan wrestling all together because honestly I do want to get into it and yeah, I'm here and great things so really thankful to him for coming on so that's gonna be the first episode it's actually dropping today which by the time you hear this will already happen but yeah. it's we're recording on a saturday and this is and that's happening at 2 p.m eastern on a saturday but check it check out the site either way yes because ongoing start to be on there going forward i think there'll be replays of episodes and also each new episode will appear on there as well so they can be found on their player which is on sportinarium.com slash players so that's s-p-o-r-t-a-n-a-r-i-u-m dot com slash player so sports wire sports radio and not just us there's uh actually many um many podcasts that are starting to join this they're starting to become um, pretty well known so lots of great podcasts that you can catch as well as lots of great sports talk yeah. i know thomas himself does a regular show uh throughout the uh throughout the week where it's a call-in show radio call-in show kind of old school talking about sport and you know for sure just uh feel free to tune in but again we thank him for the opportunity to come on board and we're excited about the this new partnership and we'll see what happens and 
just yet another way that we can get our dumb voices out there. Yep. <laughs> Talking about wrestling. Exactly. So on that note, we'll wrap up. So as far as socials, you can catch me on the Twitter or Instagram at BC Hunter WWTT, as well as the pod will be at WWTT pod. Yeah, and you can catch me, Jay Myers, at J Myers WWTT. That's at J Myers WWTT. And on that note, we'll wrap up and I will say I'm BC. This is Jay, and we are out of here. Doggy dog doggies. <laughs> <laughs>